0: I'm Regan Brandt, and this is the Insurance Chatter. What is the insurance industry talking about? What problems are InsurTech solving? What trends are agents, brokers, underwriters, and executives thinking about? Every week, I sit down with a different person from across the insurance industry to discuss what's happening in their niche markets. I want to give you a behind-the-scenes look at risk, technology, data, and culture within one of the most exciting business sectors. Follow along to get pumped and see where the insurance industry is headed. Today, I'm really excited to sit down with Grace Meek, the CEO of Homesite Underwriting Managers LLC. Grace is a female powerhouse who has risen through the ranks at some of the world's top insurance companies, from actuary to managing large books of business to forming entire specialty insurance programs. I can say without a doubt, she is a woman who knows what she wants and is willing to work hard for it. And now for her latest venture, Homesite, recruited her to build a brand new specialty insurance program to complement their suite of products. In just two short years, she's taken the program from $0 to 200 million. This year alone, Homesite Underwriting Managers is on pace to write over 300 million. And that number is set to grow exponentially over the next few years. Now, before we get started, she is gonna set the stage with her plate song to life.
1: Nothing's gonna stop us now. Woo, nice. What?
0: Yeah. If you ask my
1: kids, we on top.
0: Give us a little bit of background on you.
1: So I am a widow. Um, I have three children. Um, my son is 16. We're doing college search now, um, practicing driving. Um, So that's a whole new uh, thing for me. And I have twin girls that are 12 in sixth grade. Um, So lots of kid activities, keep busy.
0: Well, one of the first things I gotta let listeners know the cool mom that you are, the first time I was gonna talk with Grace, she's taking her kids in a limo to Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> does it get better than that? I'm like, well, how can I can I be your kid? Will you adopt me? Only or? the girls, not
1: not my son. <laughs>
0: okay, just the girls gotta go. How the heck did you fall into the insurance industry?
1: It was a windy road, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so I um, I went to college as an electrical engineer. Okay and I uh, soon figured out that that's not what i wanted to do um but i stayed in the college of engineering and decided to go down applied math and statistics um then thought okay we're gonna go to graduate school and we're gonna go to graduate school for my masters of science and operations research got to college grad school i was teaching for them and then i was like what am i doing here i have no idea <laughs> Um, so I spoke with the Dean. He gave me a year to kind of come back under the same conditions. So I left and I did some research of what I can do with applied math and statistics and found this actuarial field where I can control my destiny. And I was like, okay, I think that's what I'm going to do. So I started my career as an actuary. Um, um, my first four years were at a company that no longer exists but at the time was one of the big five home okay. insurance okay um, and was there for a little over four years kind of in the actuarial training program um, and then was recruited by um, a very small insurance company i was employee number 32 and they were getting into this specialty stuff called program insurance and um, they wanted an actuary to come and help them and soon after i was there i kind of got into putting the deals together and um like that side of it so much more your ceo really could care less whether you had actuarial exams there was no d- study program or anything so after passing a few there i just kind of really just dove into the business side of it um, i was with that company for almost 16 years then and took on various roles. I led the program division for a while. I did their reinsurance for a while. Um, And then actually followed the CEO to a startup company um, to kind of do the same thing. So built the program platform for a brand new company with him um, from scratch. And then we were sold um, to a non-strategic buyer and um, then I moved on to a uh, another company that was more on the commercial side where I had focused a lot of my career and personal lines. Okay. So I had to kind of pivot and started doing commercial specialty lines. Um, and that was recruited by Homesite. And what was interesting for me is that Homesite specializes in partnerships. Um, I had never heard of them because they really don't have their own brand. They stand behind the partnerships, um, supporting these partnerships with homeowners. Um, And I just felt programs was really an extension of what Homesite did. So they already understood that partnership mentality. Um, They were technology driven and being part of the American Family Enterprise, they were able to do personal lines, commercial lines, workers' comp, accident health. So it was bringing my whole career together. Um, and then the tapper on it was, they said you could build the company anywhere you want. So the first time in my career in 30 years, I wasn't gonna have to commute into New York City. I started the company in New Jersey and only three months later COVID hit and I've been oh. I was working from home well i was going to
0: ask you so when did you start so home site so you must have started with them what 2019 kind of the end is that september
1: of 19 um i started and i was working from home because i was the sole employee no office no systems no process nothing um hired my first employees in december and january we opened our office in january and then we shut down the office in i was
0: going to say then literally 30 days later the whole world flipped upside down well luckily one of the
1: two um followed me from our, my old company so we were kind of in in lockstep um and then we were able to recruit um somebody else from our old company and then recruited some new people as well um and you know surprisingly over the next two years we grew the portfolio from zero to we finished last year um, just over 200 million um, on target Rockstar. for star 300 million this year and uh, yeah we'll be over 10 people
0: in staff so um, okay and so we're back list. we're back in the office you know I, I laugh because you know there's all there's all these different levels of insurance you know you got the retail agent the wholesalers the carriers you know reinsurance. And then I feel like you guys, you know, it's this other layer that it's like, wait, what is this? How does this exist? So, kind of dumb it down for us. What does Homesite do?
1: So, Homesite Underwriting Managers is owned by Homesite, who is owned by American Family Enterprise. But we are the insurance carrier in this in this um, process. And what we we don't do any business directly with agents or consumer. We work through program administrators, or managing general agents. They act for us as if they were a branch office, that the relationship is contractual versus employer-employee. Okay. So basically contractually, we agree to what they can underwrite for us, market, um, distribute, customer service, everything as if they were us as a branch office. They're controlled, they have certain authority, and anything outside of that authority comes back to us okay. as if we were home office. Gotcha. Um, so it's all very contractual. The difference, the other thing is, is that we really focus on specialty business. So we do unique things. Um, we do um, insurance for country clubs, we do insurance for car dealerships, um, insurance for water districts. Um, we write. Um, title e for home equity line. So okay, really, okay. really specific. Um, we just finalized the contract for parametric insurance where we will write earthquake or hurricane insurance only if that location Whatever. has a specific shake intensity or wind speed. You don't have to have, it has nothing to do with loss, With eliminates, Claims adjusters, but it's it's a very specialty unique um, product.
0: Are you the one that then like files with the carrier? You know each DOI, or is that on the program to do it? Do you guys like? Do you guys have your own claims team, or is that again more of a program? You're kind of just the balance sheet and supporting. That.
1: So we are more than just the balance sheet. Now there are some carriers that do programs that end up being just the balance yes. sheet, and they reinsure it all out. They outsource. So we are very involved. We do all the. F- the rate informed filings um we we come up with the rates in conjunction with the program administrator but we have final say on what those rates are we have two actuaries on our staff that does all that analysis Um, we have it people compliance people that actually do all the filings with the doi now, some program administrators are more sophisticated than others, so some may have actuaries or compliance people on their team that assist in the process, Okay. but we control all of that with the insurance department. It is our paper, our balance sheet, and we take all of the risks. So we do not utilize reinsurance oh, wow. on this other than to control volatility. So okay. we buy reinsurance for catastrophe cover mm-hmm. yep. um, only
0: okay wow okay so i'm so gonna we are I'm, underwriters. I'm gonna kind of pivot because one of the things that you mentioned at the beginning you basically took this role on it was just you starting pretty much at the beginning of the pandemic and now you know i think you i not to quote you but i think you have about 10 staff now and one of the things out there the insurance industry is so hard to find young people good staff get people motivated what are you guys doing or how have you been able to kind of create this powerhouse team of 10 and so you know
1: in the, the past two companies that I've been at, to me, the, the team is our secret sauce. Um, so we hire really smart people who are entrepreneurs that can work with these program administrators. And our job is not to say no, it's to find a solution that makes sense for both of us. Um, protecting our balance sheet, but helping the program administrator yeah. grow. And that's a unique skill, right? You have You have to be able to have that business sense. Um, We're very collaborative, so that whole team thing, and I think, you know, I was very fortunate in my career that when I started, I worked for a very small company that put a lot of responsibility on us as young kids. Um, I was just out of college, you know, it was my second job, so I only had four years of experience, and I was managing these big books of business. Um, We're, you know, very high powered CEOs and the responsibility that I was entrusted with was amazing, but it's how I learned, right? And I want to give back, right? I want to help these young kids through their career and create career paths. So it's very, very collaborative. now that we're kind of in this post-pandemic world we are having you know we're in a hybrid um situation but we focus on the days in the office as collaboration days kind of moments that matter so it's all FaceTime moments it's so that the younger kids can can learn through the process they can sit in meetings they can absorb they can understand so that they can learn because i do think that we're going to have this gap in talent in the insurance industry. And if we don't have people that will mentor, um, these college graduates or these, you know, one, two, seven year, you know, um, employees that they're never going to have a way to get to that next step. How do you, how do managers know that talent from zoom? It doesn't happen. So I'm really big on FaceTime and getting the team together and You know obviously then the team does some fun stuff
0: it's interesting that you mentioned that because i had a gentleman on the podcast last week and he made a comment that said you know in person you're making a deposit into the relationship bank and so then you can get withdrawals and it's just you can't do that over zoom and i and that really stuck with me cuz i was like that is true you know people then trust you they want to go you know bend over backwards to help you once you kind of build that rapport with them and it's so much easier to do in person
1: i think i learned by sitting in these meetings with you know with these high powered executives watching them conduct and do business transactions or forming these relationships and how and it's it's building that trust with the yeah. clients or with your the rest of your staff and it's hard to do that via zoom. I think once you have it, then, right. So then you can withdraw, then you can make those withdrawals, but you kind of have to have those deposits first.
0: Well, and I'll kind of, you know, also point out one thing, you and I are females. We are, you know, a little bit unique in the industry and it's probably not as many females in higher power positions. What are you kind of doing different to try to cultivate, you know, some female and diversity on your team?
1: So, My entire career, I was probably always the only female. Um, And I can remember, you know, I've been on senior leadership teams and in the last three companies that I've been at, my only three companies, um, being the only female in a room of 25 males, right? Um, Our team is 50% female, 50% male. Um, Our, you know, our age span goes from, you know, 20s to the 50s. Um, We have all different nationalities. Where are you guys finding talent? Are you guys recruiting at universities? Is it LinkedIn? To be honest, it's been really tough to hire post-pandemic. So we actually have four positions that are, are open right now. Um, we are recruiting at colleges. We will focus on that. Um, LinkedIn is a big source for us, and you know, going back, going to people that we know, clients that we know, and just you know, who's out there. But um, it's a it's a tough market, and I think that the pandemic has forced um, a lot of. Um, more experienced insurance people to retire. And we really, I don't think the insurance industry does a great job of recruiting young talent. Where I think it's a industry that people don't realize that it's so diverse and you have accounting, finance, investment, underwriting, claims, marketing i mean you have you know so 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 much diversity within one insurance company and different things that you can go into or even rotate between yeah um it's kind of a hidden gem and i just don't think as an industry we do a really good job promoting it
0: well and to your point too it's like every day looks different you got the guy who has a dynamite factory and then you know there's someone that's starting a gig you know gig economy service it's like wait a second what's going on
1: So that's the great thing about what we do, Um, because we do specialty insurance, we're constantly learning. You know, we get these new products in, um, or it's a specialty within, you know, um, a normal coverage, but it's a specialty that we have to learn. Um, You know, a few years back, we had a program that uh, insured wineries, and... I literally had to go to wine school for 2 days because the program administrator would not, you know, contract with us until we really understood the coverages that they do. So yeah me and my number two sat in their offices in wine school for two days and got
0: quizzed and kind of hey i was he... like that doesn't sound like the worst job we weren't drinking. That, <laughs> that, i was like that sounds like that could be part of the fun which you know kind of pivots me into you know one of the sections i always like to talk about you know i think a lot of people think insurance is stuffy has there been any really cool like reward trips or things that stand out kind of as highlights for you
1: yeah i mean i i've i've been lucky enough to do a lot of those things through through the many years um so i've done the kentucky derby i've done the masters a few times i actually did the british open um ones too so really really cool yeah Um, i think you know pandemic right we didn't have that for two years um so a fun event that I did with my team during the pandemic, we actually did a cooking lesson via oh, nice. Zoom. Yeah. So we hired a chef and everybody, and it included children. Yeah. So the, the menu was kid-friendly and we had all the families kind of cooking via awesome. Zoom. So it was kind of a fun thing, but um, I think people are are kind of, dying for travel again, um, but not to the extent that it was in the past. Yeah. So now I think it's smarter travel. It's only if it's really necessary, it's really to, to cement those relationships. Um,
0: and it's not just frivolous just to fly across yeah. the country. So kind of I like to talk about where you think the in- industry headed, what you guys are doing. So what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word insure tech? Startup. <laughs> Yeah. I think insure
1: tech is one of the most overused words in the industry right now. Yeah. Um, everybody wants to be an insure tech. Everyone wants to kind of, you know. Um, but I will say that I think um, technology will make us more efficient. So in the cases where it's, it's something that is making us more efficient, I think that there are gonna be insure techs, there are distribution disruptors um, that will change the way we do insurance. Um, But I think we have to be careful. Not every insure tech makes sense. Um, There are plenty out there right now that aren't making any money just because it's kind of a cool way of, you know, they think of doing insurance. So um, I always ask, you know, so really what's insure tech about you? You know, but it's kind of that it's overused. It's an overused terminology, I think, for our industry.
0: No, for sure. And I think there are some ones to your point, especially with you guys looking at the analytics of stuff, it's like, there's these companies out there that have these huge losses and they're not, you know, it's like, if you don't get that under control, you're not gonna be around, you know, like that's the fundamental. So
1: I'll give you an example. Uh, I had a proposal for a new program that came in and we were actually very intrigued by it. And uh, I asked them for a business plan. I never heard from them again (laughs) because they didn't have a plan.
0: They had a concept and- it... We just want you to take all the risk and back our concept. You're like, hold the phone. That's not gonna work. There's a lot of capacity out there that may, oh. so. Yeah, but you guys want to be in business and be smart and it needs to make financial sense for you, your partners and the end consumer, you know, so. Exactly. Well, okay, this one this one might put you on a spot with corporate. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what they like about this but if you were to wake up tomorrow, you could do anything in the insurance industry. What would you create, start? You have an unlimited funding. Where do you kind of see the most potential in the industry? Oh,
1: I don't know. I guess if I knew that I'd be doing it already. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm too old because some of these new ideas that come across, I'm like, really? I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I don't know the answer to that one.
0: Yeah. Well, kind of in closing here, I kind of want you just to give us like the 30 second pitch, you know, what We know a little bit now about Homesite, a little bit more about you, but what are you guys looking for?
1: Yeah, so I think, you know, Homesite Underwriting managers. So we're looking to add to our staff to to help us grow the portfolio. Um, We grew 100 percent last year. We're going to have significant growth again this year. One of my things is we can't grow faster than we can control the business. So we will have to put on the brakes if we don't have that talent. but you know, we want to bring in that talent and create career paths and help people learn. Um, and we're looking for that that next innovative program, right? That next specialty out there that we can be long-term partners with, that we can help grow together, um, and to to learn about something new. And
0: what if someone is out there, you know, another program person? I mean, are they open? Are you open to hearing pitches from people? Is that something that you guys are looking for? Is it more like the personal lines, commercial lines, all of the above? You know. Has a business it's, plan, I know, is a minimum. So <laughs> it's all of the above. So I, you know,
1: being part of um, Homesite, Homesite is a big personalized writer, right? They're they're one of the top ten um, homeowners writers in the in the nation. And um we're really looking to complement what HomeSite does. So we wouldn't just do homeowners. So one of our larger programs is Manufactured Homes. It's a product that HomeSite didn't do, so that's what we do on the personal lines. Um The General is part of the American Family Enterprise and they write non-standard auto. Yeah. Um, So we do some non-standard auto programs in areas that they were looking to grow. But really our specialty is in commercial specialty stuff. So in very specialty lines of business where our enterprise in total doesn't do that, where we think that um where there's a barrier for entry you need that expertise or that special distribution to really enter there and that um we have a better than you know better shot at writing profitable business so being specialists in something and that's what's so fun about what we do is because we learn about something new all the time every every new opportunity we really have to you know learn about that that class you know and those exposures and and so
0: there's constant learning which
1: doesn't get boring right it's always something
0: different yeah well hey i appreciate it it is amazing to talk with another female that has been so successful there's a lot of people out there hopefully listening to this that are looking up going i can do this you know we'll reach out to you either join the homesite team or now learn a little bit more about you guys so i appreciate you being on the insurance chatter today Thank you. That is a wrap for the chatter this week. If you like what you heard here today, join us each week to stay up to date on the insurance trends, best practices, and emerging technologies that are disrupting the insurance industry.